What's going on, everybody? Corey here. Welcome back to another Fly Casual. Hey, we got news to talk about tonight. We're going to be talking about the Resistance trailer that hit. We're going to talk about what Filoni's up to and how he's involved. We got some, well, how he will be involved, but that's not what you guys know what I meant. Anyway, uh, we also got uh, some production photos that got the Twitter poop storm stirred up for uh, F9. And also another round of what's Mark Hamill doing before we get deep, deep, deep into the hot, sweet toys and collectibles that you're going to stick around and find out about on another Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! be honest with you yeah please please do i know how he doesn't want to go here but i'm gonna be honest Uh oh i really wish you were a little bit taller someone i wish it was a baller i wish i had a girl in the shot collar you know what i'd call her yeah uh i wish i had a rabbit rabbit. i also wish i had a hat yeah and a bat Mm -hmm. and i wouldn't mind having a six four impala yeah Mm -hmm. and if i did Sweet car. I'd paint it black and and act like I was the got it. the dudes from Supernatural. Yep. That's just the way it would happen. I don't think that's a 64. That's not a 64. No. But it's the Impala. You know, I'd get a I would drive a new Impala. I don't even like the new Impala. I would drive the newer Impalas just to paint it black and pretend that I was, you know, that was a and Dean and Sammy cruising yeah. around. You'd listen that's to a, uh, that's a 67 hardtop. The black album. 67 mm-hmm. hardtop. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah, I would listen to the black. Now I would listen to "Paint It Black" by the Rolling Stones. Or "Paint It Black," yeah. And then I would hate myself for it because I don't like Mick Jagger's voice at all. Wait, Damn. hey, is "Paint It Black" that Rolling Stones, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, no, Mick Jagger is tone deaf, bro. Have you ever listened to Ruby Tuesday? Have you ever listened to him slide all around the drunken place in Ruby Tuesday? Goodbye, Ruby Tuesday. I know. Sounds like a. Male Janice Joplin. <laughs> and you know what? I'm glad you brought that up. I'm going to say something real controversial. You guys ready? I'm ready. Don't care for Janice Joplin. What? And here you are. I'm all what? about classic I'm with rock. you, man. I'm all about I'm classic with rock. You. I'm all about oldies. But the... Like, I cannot... Got a, great, got a great blues voice, man. No, no. Yeah. Not even. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. You know, there are people like, oh, you know, she's got a great, like, and I'm talking like in general, like uh, female blues singers. You always hear like, she's got a real good smokiness to her voice. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Nora Jones has a good smokiness to her voice. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Chick from Over the Rhine's got a great smokiness. Oh, yeah. She uh, right. Karen Rehnquist. Is that her name? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Janis Joplin just like yelled into the mic. No, 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 no. 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 Edda James? Come on. Yes. Yeah, Come on. Yeah, you can't call what Janis Joplin did blues voice. If anything, she was like early it's punk rock. voice. I mean, I, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I wouldn't I just, even call it singing. I would just call it grumbling. Oh, or something. it was singing. It was singing. <laughs> Come on. I don't know, Mike. Maybe you're showing your age. And then again, Garrett just called out Edda James. I mean, we can we can go, oh, all, yeah, over, we can go all over the timeline. And, she and lived longer about. than Janis Joplin, so there. Yeah. 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 yeah no. Point. Pretty sure. So we've dropped that. So thankfully we've gotten the job. But I uh, know what I was going to be honest about. <laughs> I, really wish, I really wish that someone would make the ability to just put a Star Wars skin over Pokemon Go so I wouldn't have to feel so guilty about how much time I'm putting into that oh, game. Oh, you're back, baby. Hey. You know what I, I need mean? three you're friends. Left, hey, baby. I need three new friends. I do too. 
Dang it. Hey, would well, you be again? my friend, Gary? It ain't going to be me. We're already friends. You need three oh, new friends shit. again? Like, I have to, I'm going to have to do I, that again? I'm already I friends have, with your kids, Mike. I know. I Mike's my friend, Corey's my friend, and my wife's my friend. <laughs> oh, I get to use your wife. Yeah, we're all tell oh, Ruth she's about to her friend, prepare her friend box. <laughs> she's going to be Wait, used. It's, yeah. yeah. Her, 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 she, her friend code is going to be ravaged. <laughs> Come on, Whoa. I don't want to have to use randos off Facebook. Bro. I know, man. I know. Yeah. Like Mike's like, viruses. My two kids have. Hey, my kids got an account too. I got. I can hook you guys up. All right, there we go. There's two. Yeah, yeah. I I was so mad because I friended you guys, and then the next day got the three new friends, and I'm like, I just I've already got the four people that I know play. Hey, Howie, can you just? I don't need that many friends. Nope. (laughs) Come on, man. Come on, Howie. It's been deleted. Howie, are you friend code holding? Yes. Are you holding, man? Howie, are you holding? Friend it up, bro. Oh, no. Yeah. Any friend no. codes for me? Yeah, code me. I, I am not going to be an enabler. <laughs> you know what? I respect that, but F you, Howie. I'll send you a present. <laughs> Can have a present. Oh, man. These freaking quests are going to be the death of me. Gosh dang it. Oh, you're just getting started, bro. I know. And that game, just getting that game is still broken as hell, too. Why all the games y'all no, make me play not. broken? Yes. Hey, broken is pretty good. Nah. It's been good lately. Mm-hmm. I caught all sorts of stuff. Uh, Got a shiny EV. Stuff going on. I ain't got shiny nothing. I thought I, I did. A, I and someone's sh- like, no, that's just a Alolan variant. And I said, I, quit talking Asian. <laughs> it looks like it's a shiny. I got a shiny sunkern this week. Nice. Uh, How can you tell the difference? Shining happy people. You can't. It's barely perceptible. <laughs> I was going to say, wait, don't they just make them yellower and sunkerns <laughs> already yellow? They're one shade lighter yeah. <laughs> or it's darker. A, it's a I don't know. Sunkern. Yeah. A friend, a friend at work has a, has a shiny Tyranitar. Yeah, you I got one of them. It just looks yeah. like it just looks like the pea soup colored. Please, tyranitar. everybody's got one of those yeah, instead dude, of the army on. green. Tyr- I don't know. And I have my one tyranitar that I got with Howie when he was still playing. Yeah, for I played for like six weeks. He's still that, that on the second round. Still pones. That thing still just chomps. Eats alive. Speaking of eating things alive. Well, Mike's eating a peanut with the shell on it right now. Alive. Sucking on it, baby. Yeah, good stuff. Right into the mic. He's Kroger Bland. Kroger Kroger Bland. You nailed it. Nailed it on the head. Kroger Brand. Dude, you need to live the lap of luxury. You need to live live in the lap of luxury and get the can from Howie that's got the the extra large, extra crunchy Virginia peanuts. Not be messing with the shells and all that garbage. (laughs) What kind of, seriously, what kind of cut rate redneck backwater operation are we operating? You're over there sucking on shells. Next thing you do is start dumping them in your Coke and going, oh, look at the fizz bubbles. (laughs) I'm having a grand old time. (laughs) That's next. No, yeah, Not from the South, man. <laughs> Not really, but the South band, no. <laughs> Southern Indiana. What? Yeah, that's South yeah. band. That's that's the the radio stations where they only play <laughs> they only play country music. The Southern bands, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's the one. Welcome back, to Fly Casual. Your uh, your hopefully favorite Star Wars podcast. And yeah, mm. yeah. Guess what? Hey, hmm? huh? we're gonna top five. It's tonight. two or second or third on my list. It's my favorite. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Really? Yeah. By far. Really? I'm not saying I listen to every episode, but I live through now, it, for God's sake. Guys, um, just to warn everybody, this is going to be a very controversial episode. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> it is? What? For once, I don't know what's going on. I don't either. <laughs> I'm just assuming. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> we'll just give oh, that warning every oh, time. It's the old Star Wars fans versus the social justice warrior Star Wars fans. Oh, boy. Look out. <laughs> hey, guys, I've got, got a great idea. Let's set one extreme against another extreme <laughs> and forget that none of us are extreme. And sit back and watch the 
fireworks. Extreme. So extreme. extreme. Welcome I'm to Extreme, extreme. Star Wars. Hey, Mike, you suck. Extreme. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Force yeah. duel. Oh, wait. That's yeah. wrong, wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably still in here somewhere. You call that. Uh, Is this it? We need to. Nope, that's not no, it. That would not be it. Welcome to episode number 190 freaking three. What? What? Oh, the mighty. 90 freaking three. 190 freaking three. Yeah. Freaking three. Which is the second 90 freaking three. <laughs> That's right. Technically. So it's not 93 times two, though. No. No. Because that wouldn't work. No, it's the second time it's been 90 freaking three. Yeah. Just this time with a one in front of it. That's, That's how right. math works. So <laughs> conferred do you, if you get uh, too many episodes, do you like roll over and start it back at zero? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like an yeah, odometer. That's how, that's how numbers work. Yep. 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 Well, we've lost all the original. <laughs> they only go so high. Of our music. So. No, we haven't. No, that's true. Some of it we still have intact. I have everything. Everything. Hey, every well, episode. I have every episode. Can be found on the interwebs. The Fly Casual Vault. And every. I have the original files of every episode. Yeah, the problem is if I want music without you guys like snarking over top of it, that's the problem. So I got to go. I got to figure out where, how he keeps the magic, how he Disney Vault. So I can fish things in out. my home. So if it burns down, we're screwed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. It's on a, it's on a 5,400 RPM, uh, two gigabyte drive. <laughs> Tape backups. IDE. <laughs> <laughs> Tape backups. Oh man. Let's take a, just a minute to walk down memory lane. When I was still doing graphics, man. Like with you'd be in a building Got him going. Yep. You'd be Good in a job. building and they're You're like, welcome. all right, hey, hey, artist kid, you can wear jeans, but you live in the basement now. Oh, okay. Show me to my desk. It's right here between all these stacks of boxes. Oh, and you got a red stapler. Yep. Uh oh, hey, you have Ooh, Mac touch. You have you have you have Macs down here. Yep, it's the only ones we have. IT won't touch them. So you've got your own backup system because IT wants nothing to do with you. They wish you didn't exist. Oh, great. <laughs> what kind Classic of Classic IT are these, are these are these cassettes? Yep. Have a blast. I don't even know how Wait, what? I don't know how to do this. So it's like once a week when you get ready to leave for the day, you just go over and grab a rando cassette <laughs> off the pile and go hit the button, back all that up. Yep. And then you leave. And then the next day you come in and find out what the timestamp was when it failed. And then you just throw it back on the pile. <laughs> <laughs> Best days of my life. And then you had the iOmega drives. Oh, the zip drive. Back to the yeah. pile. I had the zip oh, drive man. before that. Zip drive. Rolling with the zip 250. Yeah. Beyond. I got one and I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this, but this is awesome. Oh, I used the heck out of mine. I mean, I put I stuff was still on it, but. School. <laughs> I was still in school and we had zip 100 drives down in the, in the graphics lab. So I used it constantly because. What was that, like 50 I do all my megs? work in my room. <laughs> 50 No, the Zip 100 was actually 100 100 megs, megs man. Meg? And I had the Zip 250 drive, which yeah. could do 250 megabytes. Oh, Lord. You knew they were cool because they looked like floppies, but they were bigger and sturdier. <laughs> okay, even, okay, okay, okay. Our first computer that we ever owned okay. was given to us by my uncle. Uh, it was a, a, gift ta- a Tandy 2000. Tandy. <laughs> oh, boy. Is that your yeah. middle name, Tandy? Tandy that should your first be. name. Yeah. You, could, you guys can just call oh, me Tandy. Oh, that was canceled. I know, it sure Tandy. was. Sure Tandy. Was. Knew. Well, it kind of mm. jumped the shark. Pack, my first uh, my first computer, uh, Packard Bell 486 uh, DX2, except when you opened it up, all of it was actually brand, it was 486 ES. This was right before Packard Bell got the pantsuit off of them for rebranding models as a different models. And we, guess what? We apparently had that happen to us. Uh, 400 megabyte hard drive. 
Mm. Came with four wow. megs of RAM, replaced or, or added. What did you do with all that? With all that space, make boot disks and <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and then we we doubled it to eight, eight to eight megabytes just no. so I could play Dark Forces. What kind of bod you got on that modem, bro? Oh, dude, we well we had a fifty six k modem, but the dirty mm. phone lines. Dang, fifty six k. You must have been a rich kid. Oh, man, that was part of the that was Damn. part of the deal. That's part of the deal. Man. My dad goes, "Hey, what would you? How would you feel if we had to move to Indiana?" And I'm like, "What do you mean? I don't want to live in Indiana. Indiana's Nobody just Indiana's Indiana. a giant gap between Ohio and Illinois. I don't want to go there." And he goes, "Well, what? I mean, what? What would make you feel comfortable?" I'm like, "Are you trying to bribe me right now?" And he's like, "I'm just saying." <laughs> oh, quit it. Quit it. <laughs> that was the best sound in the world. No, the best sound <laughs> was when that was stopped and you got, you've got mail. Yes. Come <laughs> on, nobody picked up the phone. Everything's going to be okay, baby. Time to go read about Star Wars and download Star Wars GIFs. Oh, man. Yeah, that's the kind of GIFs I was downloading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure it was. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, man. the Star Wars GIFs were like tiny, like little icon sized things. You, could go you want to download a real JPEG. <laughs> You'll be sitting there and waiting. Yeah, well, I need some peanut butter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Graphics. No one cares what the guy who invented it calls it. Hi, my name's Mike. Graphics. Hard G. Yeah. It's I'm Mike. GIF. I'm eating I'm, peanuts. I'm, I'm Corey. Over is- I'm Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. Over there's Over Tandy. The master control. Tandy. Tandy Newton. 2000 yep. SX or whatever it was. <laughs> yep. That's right. And then across pond down a few is, is Jarek. Yo, what's up, bro? Jericho, dark. He's a dark Jedi. You know, I've known two. He's not a Sith. I've known There's two different Garricks in my life. Yeah, in high school, I hung out with a dude named Garrick for a while, and then in college, there was this crazy dude a couple doors down named Garrick. Mm-hmm. What an idiot! And, that dude sucked. And I've never in my life His known bowl cut. I've never <laughs> he did have stupid a stupid like, face mushroom bowl cut back then. <laughs> I've never <laughs> known a Garrett. I've never known a Gareth personally. Except Edwards. I've never known no, personally. Eh? I don't know eh? Gareth Edwards. We, we don't hang. Yeah, we do. Uh, Come on, man. Yeah. I, I, We're on I've Twitter. Known, we know everybody on Twitter. Known, like a Jarek or Jarrett, any of these, but all of these are names that my mother has referred to Garrick by. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And none of them are Garrick. So, I have many um, monikers, many much monikers. Many much. So my oldest loves to put on Dude Perfect a lot now. And okay, so we that's watch, a thing. We watch uh, a lot of Dude Perfect on YouTube. Uh, and there's a Garrett. Ah. And I have a hard time saying Garrett. Mm-hmm. It's not a real name. No, it's not. <laughs> but, but no. He has red hair. It's made up. Uh-oh. Nope. No, you gotta have brown hair a little bit, yeah. and uh, on the top, and well, red. Oh, but he's not like bright red. It's it's a dark like brownish red. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Auburn. Yep, so, Auburn. Garrick's face carpet okay, doesn't match his head drapes. No. So it's awesome. Yeah, he's one of those people that when he grows a beard, it's just wild red Irishness. And it's mostly white now. Is it? Oh no! Uh-huh. So you're turning into me. Yep, turning into Howie. I keep telling my wife she's got we are married, she's so. got the reddish hair, and I keep saying you're gonna go like you keep making fun of my, my the salt in my pepper, but when red hair goes, it goes all at once. So you just wait, and you're gonna be silver overnight, woman. She doesn't buy it. It's not happening yet, which is pissing me off. You know, it says, you pour some bleach in there. Ooh. You know what's pissing me off? Throw it into the herbal essences. 
not talking about Star Wars. Hey, we should do some of that because it's time for some news. We are uh, episode ninety three. Is Gary? There, there, there. I did. I said that. I you did. That's one of the few things that he said in that introduction. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm subscribed <laughs> to YouTube. There, suck it, Mike. <laughs> you happy? You bastard? Yes. That happens at the end, Corey. Oh no, no. Technically, it doesn't happen at all. We should say it, we should say it throughout. <laughs> Every Seriously. five seconds. What is, what is our YouTube channel? Seriously. Mike? What's the news with YouTube? Just uh, do YouTube. Fly Casual yeah. podcast and you'll find it. Is, is it just the album art in the background or did you put it in like a, a, a slideshow that has nothing to do with what we're talking about? <laughs> you didn't put I mean, that much effort in, did you? <laughs> we're going to start putting episodes up there. That's so right. You need to check it out. So just if, you, so if you if that is your place to get uh, podcasting. Increasingly, that is where people are going. So we are gonna, we are if, gonna, and uh, we are going to, we are going to join uh, YouTube Live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, Not, I'm working on that. Yeah. You guys don't know that, but I'm working. Yeah, on that. we've always had aspirations. About, it's going to be about it's six happened. years from now. But yeah, it's so YouTube if you're the Live, one is that good? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great. Nice. If you're the one listener who's been like, you know, I go out of my way. I walk six miles uphill in the snow both ways just to listen to Fly Casual. When really, I'm more of a YouTube guy. Well, hey, or girl, there you go. Uh, you can listen to the Fly Casual on the YouTubes now. We're so advanced for a bunch of old. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Mike. Modern times. Star Wars when you get done, resistance when you get in the news this week. Sucking and chewing on those Boys. peanut shells. What do you oh, got? get over yourself, boy. Get, get those peanuts away from them. Mm. Star Wars resistance. I can't edit that out. I cannot edit peanuts out. I'm editing it out in my heart. Star Wars resistance in the news this week, boys. Mm. Resistance. Boy. So uh, the big trailer dropped and uh, everybody's checking it out and digging on Check it. Checking it out. Or not digging on it, as mm. the case may be. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know. First reactions. What do you guys think, man? You excited for this series? What's going on? Sure. I'm excited. Cell shaded. Why not? Right, huh? I don't, I, I, I think the divisive, the most divisive stuff that I've heard about it thus far is the animation style. Which, I've heard which people go both ways on To that. me, is the most interesting part. I love that. Yeah. I love classic animation. I mean, and I know this is not. I wouldn't call classic, it classic. Classic. Yeah, I was like, what, reboot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not the 3D animation that we've seen in Clone Wars. It's not the Rebels. same 3D. No. It's styled. It's it's cell shaded ish. Right. So it's got. It's kind of. I guess best of both worlds. Maybe. Uh, well, I mean, you I hope. Know. Yeah. Right. All right. I like it. Again. That's the one thing that I actually do like about this trailer. I don't, I'm going to be the dissenter in the group. No, that's fine. And I don't. I don't love it, but it's not like it's really. I kind of love it. It's not taking anything away from me. Like I'm like I'm like it's like the first time I watched Avatar. Right? I don't like anime, and La- Avatar: Last Airbender is styled to be yeah, not similar. Avatar the movie. No, uh, it's styled <laughs> to have similarities to you know popular anime, right? And so at first I was like, no, I don't. I don't think I can. But I sat and watched it, and I learned to appreciate. It just by getting involved in the character and the story stuff, and I'm and I'm assuming the same thing's going to happen for me with Resistance. So it's like, oh, it's that, mm, eh, fine, whatever. Like I don't feel a big rift with anybody about I it. I love like, all good. kinds of different styles of animation, and this looks I fun am, to me. I, I, I am, I'm, cool I'm happy that it. it's different because you know Rebels yeah. was very much like Clone Wars, yeah. very, very, very much, very similar. Mm-hmm. They you know oh, they, yeah. they kind of picked it up the had same its tools. own style, but yes. Well, similar. they 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 changed like the actual animate like movement animation, but the style of animation was almost exact. I feel like Rebels was a little bit on the cheap compared to. 
Really? Clone Wars. I did. Really? I, yeah. Well, maybe at first. I felt like over the course of Rebels, it yeah, got it got really... it did get better. You're right. It got better. I just I just go back to there's a like probably season one. Yeah. Where um <laughs> where uh oh yeah why can't I think of anybody's name now Ezra Ezra Kanan when a- Ezra is Ezra and Kanan I'm only naming dudes Sabine Hera okay fine Ezra and Kanan are gotcha. training on top of the ship as the ship is flying and he's and Ezra is standing up on his <laughs> up on his hands upside down and his hair is like <laughs> perfectly static yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, they didn't get that far like, yet. Mm, I don't know. We made one hair model, and that is it. <laughs> that's when they didn't know how many seasons they were going to make. Yeah, that's that's true. Well, there's, there's truth in that. Rebels. Hey, let's give Rebels credit where credit's due. I mean, it was the it was a a what's the word TV slash a cinematic platform, a cinematic medium about characters we knew nothing about. You know. Yeah. And we hadn't had that at that point. That was new. I mean, this was, it started between Force Awakens and Rogue One, right? Well, it was pretty different in the sense that Clone Wars we had. I mean, we were touching characters all over the spectrum. Right, but it was all grounded in the movies. And Rebels was a completely new thing. I'm not right. sure they were sure that it was going to land. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, I I would agree with that assessment. Makes yeah, sense. Probably right. Makes sense that they kind of were, they did what they could and then doubled down when it when it did, when it stuck. Yeah. Yeah. So, But yes, I mean, very different animation style. Um, will be interesting. You're right. That's probably what most people are tweaking on the most this week is uh, the animation style. I'm, you know what I'm uh, yeah. I, I, I watched the, I, it didn't grab me. Nothing about the trailer grabbed me. Nothing? So. Aww. I, I see, okay. I'm kind of with you on that. I, I, the only thing that grabbed me was the animation style because I liked <laughs> it because it was different and it reminds me of things yeah. that I've enjoyed so in the past. The thing, now, the, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm just saying, basically, I was going to say, I'm agreeing with Howie, though, the rest of the trailer. I mean, there's nothing about the characters, the dialogue, the situations that we were presented that really interests me. Right. And I'm probably I'm I don't know. (laughs) We'll find out if I'm in line with uh, Howie on this one, but I'm probably going to refrain until and unless. You guys start watching hard and say, "Oh my gosh, that's the most amazing thing ever!" Well, it's so good. When I first watched the trailer, very, it seems very basic to me, <laughs> and I'm hoping that's a result of just being held back, despite the fact that it's starting right around the corner, October, right? Yeah. Well, that's oh yeah, amazing to me. Like it seems like it came out of nowhere. Well, they could have been working on it for years, though. They could have, but I'm just saying it just seems that way. Yeah, it does. It feels weird in that regard. But the funny thing is, same thing. The the dialogue, the characters, like, oh, good, they talk to Poe. Well, he's, as much as I, as we always say, we want to like Poe, but we're just not feeling it. done nothing to to grab me with Poe. We don't don't hate Poe. I like Poe. We used to to hate on his name. I I don't (laughs) dislike Poe. I just, I don't. I don't Poe. I kind of nothing Poe. I don't Poe. Because, right. I mean, Poe is, I don't know. So, but having said that there was one thing that got me excited in the trailer and i went to let tweet me guess it. let me guess it's I a went, ship. no 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 shut your f- pie hole <laughs> i went to twitter to tweet about it and garrick beat me to it son of a bitch oh. ha. yep Suck i went it. to twitter and right there at the top yeah. of my feed garrick had compared the one of the ships in the uh trailer to the r41 star chaser Oh, I love the R41 and Star Chaser. I was so excited because I'm like, oh, we have like a cool new version, you know, detailed version of what an R41 yes. might look like. Yeah. You know, and uh, and yeah, he beat me to it. Yeah, ships are but, not a good enough reason gear. for me to want No, right. Because you, it's not like you hey. spent countless hours tooling around in like X-Wing Alliance and stuff right. like that. Whereas we did and like. I flew one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Ships are cool. Yeah. But. 
Yeah, I, I need story one and character. In the, in the first uh, fighter game, the Starfighter game, mm-hmm. not the Jedi yeah. Starfighter. In the Legends, Cad Bane actually flew one. Mm-hmm. So, okay. the- so going back to this trailer, though, um, a lot of people had mixed reactions this week, as we've kind of indicated. So, of course, the animation style was discussed, but also the content, like we're talking about. It doesn't, and there is a lot of people. There are a lot of people that have pointed out. It's like there doesn't seem to be anything interesting about this. It feels and sounds like a commercial for an upcoming Disney XD kids show. Okay, and I'm going down that road, right? And here, and here's the thing. That's the defense of this, right? Is quit being a man, baby, because this is meant for kids. Ten o'clock <laughs> at night is when this show airs. Okay, is it really? Yes. Good point. Ten and, o'clock. And I do want to point out. That okay, since when does any Star Wars or oh, dude, everybody Clone said that Wars people or have been Rebels, saying that same dumb comment since the prequels? It's ridiculous. Well, the Jar Jar character's not bad, it's written for kids. I'm like, now it is. I'm like, okay, <laughs> if this is, I don't know. I like, okay. and I always say, go back and look at the photos of the lines from the original trilogy. It is 98% adults in here's those lines. What, here's what I want to know. Is this going to be more Clone Wars Rebels? Or is this going to be more Star Wars, like Lego Chi- Star Wars? Like Chibi Star Wars? Like Lego Star Wars. Yeah. Which is just kind of fun and goofy. Yeah. Well, I think it, I don't think it's going to be that extreme. But no. it feels... It, but which, with, ex- with which this, extreme? With this tiny little bit that we've had, it feels like it's leaning more into the goofy Star Wars direction That's- than... Than we've been used That's to. That's so what far. I'm talking about. I mean, if this is just going to be like one-off episodes that don't really take us in any real direction, it's just a couple of characters, and maybe there's a general direction. I, I again, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be that interested. Yeah, like is the plot mm-hmm. of this episode like we've got to deliver this crate of power converters to the space platform, right? But, you know, but yet we're having an argument as friends, and we don't trust each other that much. And oh, yes. someone spilled coffee on the dashboard. <laughs> like, then it's going to be like, okay, right? You know what this reminds me of? Kind of maybe a close analogy is the uh, Star Wars Adventures comics. Yeah. The one that IDW puts out. Absolutely. And I love those. Yeah. They are they are very kid focused. I mean, the goofy stuff happens, but they they're still very enjoyable. Yeah. For what they are. But they're very lighthearted and fun. O'clock. Nobody's letting their kids stay up till ten o'clock <laughs> on a Sunday night. I know that's where I'm on confused. School, ten o'clock on a school night. That's where I'm confused. I don't kid, understand how be this a works. Kids show if that's the case. So they're putting it in a time slot where okay, they're walking that balance like they did with Rebels, where we want to make a show that's kid friendly, but it's for the adults to share with their kids. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm going to reduce it to that. That's my marketing pitch. It's it's Star Wars for adults to share with kids, and this little trailer, this tiny little tiny small thing that they put out, doesn't convey that feeling, but. Who knows? We have not seen enough. Here's here's the one thing I will give them credit for, because up till now, I mean, just about everything has been kind of the original saga era stuff. You know, I mean, I guess Clone Wars is prequel era, but Rebels was more, you know, close to the the rebellion era. You know, this finally gets us. Into the resistance era. Yeah, close to where we're where we're at with the new saga. Yeah. Or the new saga film. So. You know, I guess I got to give them credit for, you know, at least putting us there because there are no story or very few stories that have been told. Well, they really need to do part of the timeline. They really need to add some some depth to these characters. And I'm hoping that adds depth to Poe. And that's the thing. By the end of the first episode, Poe is not going to be a major character. I'm just telling you right. Right, I believe that. No, because it's voiced by Oscar Isaac, right? So he's not going to come back every episode. 
Oh, I didn't even know that. But that's uh, what I've heard. But <laughs> I, I, the first episode of Rebels, I didn't know what to expect going Rebels. By the end of that first episode, I was interested in Ezra, like the Caesar planet. Mm-hmm. So I like any show that I commit to. I'm going to give this three or four episodes for the characters to hook me. Right. Uh, and if it hasn't happened by then, you know, I don't know. It'll, it'll probably just be one of those fun little things that I watch whenever but, I've got time. But you know, you know, what? Uh, one thing that we've kind of talked about, uh, I think it's going to be okay. I think we need to start being okay with, there are some Star Wars lines that I, I'm not as interested in and, yeah. I, and I'm not going to watch. Yeah, I'm totally fine with so, that. Yeah. The I'm just trying is, to figure out where this yeah, lies. Right. Yeah. I is, just don't is, know yet. Am I part of the target demo for this? Mm-hmm. The time slot indicates that I'm supposed to be. Right. Um, the trailer does not. And maybe so that was a typo. Maybe, maybe it's supposed to be 10 a.m. <laughs> <Maybe. laughs> no, maybe yes. Saturday morning cartoons, yeah. baby. It, it, you know what? it looks like a Saturday morning cartoon. It, it feels like a Saturday morning cartoon. No, why, why don't they do that? That would be. They do. I mean, we just mentioned uh, the, the Lego Star Wars. Is there such the Yoda adventures? All those. Saturday morning cartoons. No, anymore? there isn't. They need to bring that back. What was the Lego? Make Saturday was, morning cartoons great the again. Lego one about, the, <laughs> about that kid, the Starfinder adventures or something weird like yeah, that. I don't know. Um, I thought it was the Yoda Chronicles. There was a Yoda Chronicles. There was that there, one. There was the, this one about the family where the kid was fourth sensitive. Oh, right. Sister, I compared them to the Azamians from X-Wing Alliance Uh, Mm -hmm. and that the Wayfarer Adventures. I don't remember something like that. And that's not bad. We're not the target demo, so we don't ever talk about it or review it other than, hey, they did this thing, you know, and that's fine. There's no problem with that. But this looks like they're pushing it like this is the new one from that group that you like that did this show and this show that you liked. And we're putting it in the time slot that's for you. And hopefully this is just smoke and mirrors or just, you know what I mean? And it's going to be exactly that. And we're going to really enjoy it. So, so Star Wars mm. resistance, yeah. Disney channel, 10 PM, October 7th is a premiere mm. right around but, the corner. Uh, that's more, that's less around the corner than, uh, than star Wars. This is having anything to do with the, the new Disney internet streaming service. Yes. I, that is going to be, probably be on there. Yeah. That this is going to be part of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. So, yeah. I thought it was going to be on Disney XD again. No, it says Disney Channel, but uh, I'm sure they'll they'll play it on there. As oh yeah, I have no predictions so, for how that's going to operate. I, I until it hits. I mean, like I mean, I think we reported a couple weeks ago that you know they're trying to get the rights back to the movies. You know, that's going to be part. I mean, I think all of this material is going to end up on their Disney Pay Channel. I mean, it has to. One would I, I would imagine. Don't ever say it has to in the yeah, I don't know, all, dude. <laughs> I was going to say, I, they do, may do a rotation. If they're going to get people to pay for this service. They're going to have to provide all of it, I think, out of the gates. And uh, do they? this is Disney. They can, they I'm can just get telling by. You, yeah, it's going to premiere okay. this fall on Disney Channel and uh, in the U.S. Right. and thereafter on Disney XD around the world. So we're all right. But the <laughs> streaming service is still a big unknown. I can't believe how little we know about this streaming yeah, service, given how. Well, I'm saying <laughs> the, about the only way they're going to get me to pay that kind of money that they're talking about yeah. is that they they provide their their catalog or pretty much most of it, Mike, if not all a, of it. Do you have a Disney Parks membership? Do you no. go twice a year to no. a Disney? Uh-huh. There are lots to of a Disney. There are a lot of people that do, man. There are people who are psycho who will pay big money for access to Disney. There's a lot of grandmas who will throw disposable retirement income at a subscription service so the kids can be happy when they, the rare case that comes to Disney. It's not going to be, I I do too, but I'm, it's not, I'm not going to subscribe to that service if I don't get a pretty 
hefty portion of their catalog out of the gate. I love Disney as a collection of properties. I don't have a lot of faith in Disney as a business that is consumer first. Although, nope. although I have more faith in Disney to be consumer first than a lot of other similar businesses, only because Disney knows that if you feel like they're consumer first, you'll be more loyal. That's good business. So I, I think that a lot of times they do right in that regard. But this is the, and I don't want to mean to keep making the same joke. This is the same company that created the vault to create artificial scarcity to keep the prices up on old properties. This is the same company that made a huge business out of not selling you what you want so that you'll pay more when they go, well, we're releasing the Aristocats for two months only. We're bringing Sweet. it out of the vault. Yeah, Oliver see, and company. I'm just saying I won't be interested in that. <laughs> yeah, I won't. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. Can, I, yeah. can I tell you some things that will get you interested about this show? Turn them around. Yeah. All right, here we go. You guys ready? Yep. There's a character named Hype Faison. <laughs> voiced. Wow. Voiced. Wait. By Donald. By Donald Faison. Uh, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. That, that makes From it Scrubs. worth it right there. Yep. Yeah. Hashtag hype turkey. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that cranked it up wait, about 25 Wait, but there's more, guys. There's more. You guys ready for this? Yeah. There's a character called Niku, Good. voiced by Joshua Max Brenner. Yule Brenner's grandchild? No. No, oh, I'm out. I'm back. AKA Big Head. Oh, <laughs> Spaghetti. oh, Nelson Baghetti. Wow. Wait, wait. There's more, guys. He has a very distinct voice. That's there's more. Yeah. You guys ready for this? There's a character called Flix, voiced by James Rash. <laughs> oh, aka the Dean from Community. Yep. Yep. Oh. Jim Rash. That. You like that? Also, a very distinct voice. I do like the fact that they are getting. Characters yeah. with distinct voices that that's something where I early on with rebels, I was, a, I wasn't real into their voices, although I, they warmed up on me considerably very quickly. But early on, it was like, if, if I closed my eyes, I had trouble figuring out who was talking because Ezra! not because they were all confusing, but because the characterizations just weren't sticking that hard. So, yeah. But then again, more wacky voices typically yeah, Corey, more silly. This this is the icing on the cake for you. Oh boy. You guys ready for this? Oh. There's a guy named there's a character named Orca. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Voiced by Corey's favorite actor of all time. Philip Seymour Hoffman's corpse. <laughs> Bobby Moynihan. Uh. <laughs> you love Bobby Moynihan, right? Bobby Moynihan. Did I get Moynihan. that right? Yeah, from Saturday Night Live Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Actually, I like I I don't dislike him. Oh, dang it. Uh, of, of a lot of the people that have come out of there, I, I don't dislike uh, who's, uh, the Bobster at all. He's also voicing he's one so. of Huey, Dewey, or Louie on DuckTales. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, him and Abed from Community and uh, Raffi, John Raffio from uh, Parks and Rec are here. And also feature Oscar Isaac as Poe Dameron and Gwendolyn Christie as Captain Phasma. Yeah. I actually, uh, speaking of Bobby Moynihan, uh, go and watch some interviews with Bobby Moynihan. He's an interesting dude. He's like one of those people that like, he's very real about his time on SNL. Like he's, he's a lot more down to earth than a lot of the wackadoo people that go through that rotation. I, uh, I like, I kind of dig him of all of them. So that's not bad. Yeah. Good. It's a good voice cast, mm -hmm. I guess. I, I don't know who the main character's name is. Oh, it's Christopher Sean. I don't know who that is, but okay. apparently he's been on Hawaii Five-0. <laughs> 
Is that show still on? Maybe. The yeah. remake of Hawaii Five. Well, it was on for a long time. It was on for a long time. So. Yeah, lot many decades ago. <laughs> many, it was, many much. I mean, it had like I think it's a reboot. The reboot of Hawaii. five or six yeah. seasons at least. Really? Yeah. I think I watched like two episodes. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Those traditional cable networks well, had that the, had all the original programming, like TNT USA and all those. I've Park TBS. Grace Park or Park Grace. Although you might know from, him from uh, the Mindy Battlestar Galactica on it. Uh-huh. You might know him from the Mindy Project, where he played Frat Bro Number Two. Mm, that's oh, the one yeah. I remember yeah. now. Nailed it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I yeah. I've I know that because I'm the president of the Mindy Project fan club. I know. Yeah. Yeah. We are, love the Mindy Project so much. Yeah, we call ourselves M-Pros. So M-Pro. Dave Filoni... I made, I made that up for anyone who wasn't totally certain just now. Dave Filoni, a.k.a. Filonius Dave in the news this week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Dave the Hat Filoni. <laughs> Dave the Wolf Filoni. Excuse me, the wolf. The wolf. I'm sorry. I'm to say, say wolf. I meant to say wolf. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. David the Wolf Filoni. <laughs> I don't think you can use that. Yeah. With uh, Star Wars Resistance in the news. That's Harvey Keitel, bro. <laughs> He's the wolf. Yeah. yeah. Harvey Keitel. That was his nickname, the wolf? Harvey Keitel. Wolf. Harvey Keitel. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you guys are talking about. But okay. Oh, and you're, it's a Pulp Fiction reference. That's why it went over my head. Got it. I see. <laughs> <laughs> well, with Star Wars Resistance in the news this week, Dave Filoni has also been in the news. Of course. Um, being the head of assuming, the Star Wars animation. Yeah, group. being, well, seeing as how he uh, was uh, the driving force in both the Clone Wars and Rebels, everybody assumed Rebel. that, uh, yeah, there we go, that he would also be the driving force in Star Wars Resistance. That, however, is not the case. I don't know why what? people that because he's, he I know he, he had stepped, that big old promotion. Remember that? And that was before season four of Rebels hit. Yippers. He was already saying that he was handing a lot, like most of the day to day responsibilities Yippers. over. So, yeah, on that, that note, I don't remember what his title is now. It's some kind of creative director on the animation side. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he's not involved in the day to day anymore. He's kind of he's kind of like more of a Kathleen Kennedy role, actually, over in, the animation side of things. In his words, he for the animation is in a lot of ways serving the role that George Lucas served during yes. Clone Wars, where right. the stories and major character changes and stuff have to go across his desk. Basically, everything gets pitched to him. Right. So this is this is this is Filoni. Filoni says uh, resistance is a bit different in that I am not on the day to day. I created and set it in motion, but I've given that to other people to raise up Hmm. people that I've worked with a long time who I think deserve that opportunity to tell stories that I think are exciting. And I give them my thoughts and notes. Uh, I was just doing uh, that this I was just doing that this morning, he says, like George would with me in the past. So, Aw, he's George Lucas. Exactly, on a, on a mini level. On a, Aw. So baby, baby George Lucas. It is very substantial. I mean, if, if we look at it like every year there's going to be one or more Star Wars animation shows on TV, then he is overseeing more content than George Lucas was overseeing for many, many years. Right? Uh, yeah. 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 For for certain, yeah. Um, a show, just more. It's not that I wouldn't say it's not that he's on a micro scale, even though 
it is contained well, with animation. I would just say there's just a lot more. There's a lot of comparisons, or maybe even some uh, dreams, hopes, maybe even that he would be taking over for Kathleen Kennedy in the near future, with rumors of her possibly exiting. I don't film this fall. I don't. And I don't. I don't think he would want to. But I don't want to see don't him ruined by that type yeah. of a position. <laughs> I don't either. I don't wish that <laughs> upon <yet>. anybody. <laughs> as much as we've been willing to real, like, be real and criticize Kathleen Kennedy, which we have all been fanboys of Kathleen Kennedy mm-hmm. historically. Oh yeah. I don't think anybody's going to be able to do that job and get away unscathed. Uh, yeah. Period. It's different. It's different now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we're extreme. <laughs> extreme. Yeah. To the max. Suck, Howie. Yeah. yeah. I still, I mean, all these rumors <laughs> about that he's uh, going to be handed that position, uh, you know, the K- the KK position, I think are, are, in my opinion, quite overblown. Yeah. I oh. mean, the guy, yeah. <laughs> the guy doesn't have near the resume that KK has. No. You know, so for him taking over all of Lucas, people used to think, people used to think Darth sense. Vader was a robot. So that's, that's true. It's true. There's truth in that. Robot Vader. Yeah. You're, you're, um, as a, true. as a side note, Hawaii 5 starting its ninth season. Wow. Holy crap. What? It's going to be supernatural before I know it. That's right. We're like, I'm going to be like, hey, guys, I finally got in Hawaii 5 They're like, let me know when you get to season eight, 18, dude. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh, what? That's like CSI. They're like in yeah. season, like, what, whoa, 27? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Is that when they, are they going to do a crossover with Magnum PI? Oh, they should. Oh. They tote. That's in Hawaii, That's right? This I'm fall, looking isn't forward it? to the new Magnum. Yeah, me too. I'm going to give that a shot. I liked the uh, Lethal Weapon show originally. Hello. Yeah, they're bringing in Sean William Scott now to replace the other dude what got me too out of the job or something. Or no, he was just angry on set and abusive to everybody. Who isn't these days? I don't know. I was kind of surprised by that. I'm but, always abusive. But I, I like the chemistry. I know. I'm married to him. With Damon Wayans. Did he make out or something? Uh, only in my fanfic. Nice. <laughs> and other people's fanfic. Lucasfilm in the week. This I'm the head of a Lethal in the Weapon week this fanfic. News. In the week this news? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm the head of a Lethal Weapon fanfic guild. <laughs> called? Uh, we call ourselves uh, Letweps. Ooh, yeah, nice name. Yeah, that was nice. Well, guys, maybe they'll do a crossover with the Mindy Project. Oh man, you don't want to get the Letwebs and the M Pros in the same room together, dude. That is not a bomb that can be contained. I'm sorry. Like oil and water. Yeah, it really is. Speaking of oil and water, we got a mid peanut suck over there. So give him a sec. Cinema blend in the Ooh, mm, recording this week. Cinema buns. Uh, there was some rumors come out of Lucasfilm regarding. Films that have been put on hold, and uh, there was a there was produ- the whole production reset thing that went around yeah. a, a couple months ago, and everybody, Whoa, you got all the people going, "Well, it's not what you think it means." Everybody else going, "How is it not what we think it means?" Oh no, I mean they're not. You know, I mean it's not. They're not. They're not stopping it. The last show I didn't suck. We hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, there's a lot of questioning going on because yes, the initial rumors were that. Everything's been put on hold except Ep9. And then Lucasfilm came out and said, no, that's not true. We're working on all kinds of cool stuff. And you don't even like, know. It's all back on track, baby. We're good. Boba Fett movie. Obi-Wan movie. You know, when the train you tracks the the, when the train tracks have one two directions, forward and backward. Crossover and with the like train ice, so. I do. I love I love it. But when the train tracks go forward and backward, stopping the train. And we're going super, super slow. Reducing the speed dramatically is they can still say, oh, no, we're still going forward. We're still going forward. Like, yeah, but we're not going to get to Salt Lake City for like another three months at this pace, bro. 
you know, it, it, Why don't you it, want to go to Salt Lake city because you, the airport goes to a lot of other places on the West coast. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a great little place to, to do. A little and they got a lot of yeah. red salty sand. You come in over the salt, the great salt mm, lake there salt. In, in a plane sitting low, looking down the window. That's it's That's a sight to behold. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Mm. I'm gonna tell you, for, talking from experience. That's salt. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to get salt. salt. Not like Mike's peanuts. Okay. So I hope take you said all peanuts with a grain of salt. No, he uh, didn't say grain peanuts. of salt that okay. I'm sucking on on this peanut right now. But uh, that Ep9 is being worked on, of course, like we said. But uh, Cinema Blend is also claiming that uh, that uh, James Mangold, you might know from Logan, right? Yep. Huh. I like that guy. But, uh, I do know him from that. Yeah. That I know him personally. According to Cinema Blend, and uh, see, now this is different than what I've heard, but they're claiming that he is actually working on, actively working on a Boba Fett. Okay. Now I haven't heard anything official from Lucasfilm on this, but that'd be like, awesome. It's like Logan. I did not uh, call me this week to verify, awesome. but that's like, whoa, my special claim, beepers. Their buzzing. claim is that these are the two films that they are working on currently. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which would fly in the face of all those Obi-Wan rumors that we're hearing forever and ever. Okay. So there is a, <laughs> there is an art uh, production person that has revealed that, from the inside, he was working on a film, but like some pre-production art yeah. for a film that included the planet of Tatooine. Okay. Oh, so a lot so of people pre-production art—the kind of stuff that goes up on a big corkboard—and they used to let George Lucas just run around and hit everything with a staple yep. gun. Yep. <laughs> well, with a with a little stamp, his little stamp of approval. I like to think it was just a little staple gun. He just like <laughs> like it didn't serve a purpose. George just really liked stapling shit. <laughs> so they just let him walk around. I like this. Ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. All right. Thank you, George. <laughs> so there's a claim Whee! this week that, uh, that they were working on George this particular film. And, uh, you know, Tatooine. So now, of course, everybody is assuming Tatooine equals Obi-Wan equals it's been put on hold uh, or canceled or what have you at this point. So Tatooine equals Obi-Wan. <laughs> Go along with me. I mean, it that, does. That seems to literally that every, seems plausible to me. Literally every Star Wars property okay. that existed I in the past you, went to Tatooine. I get you, man. But like, so what? I mean, Jedi what, Academy here. Go to Tatooine for a single level for no reason and shoot things around the Falcon. OK, here I go. <laughs> so anyway, everybody is assuming that the Obi-Wan movie was tied to these Tatooine, Tatooine scenes. I don't disagree with that. I mean, that's the obvious. Seems fair. Takeaway. Seems fair to, 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 to posit that as a potential presumption. Which is upsetting to me because that was probably of all, I mean, I, I was probably looking more forward to Obi-Wan <laughs> than I was Boba Fett. I, I was early in the, in, in the history of this podcast. I was so against the idea of an Obi-Wan movie and I, I was you were. so on board recently. <laughs> I was so on board. Well, I hope at some point they pick that back up, but there were also some other comments made that have led people to believe that quite possibly, and, and, and these comments are pretty vague in my opinion, um, but they're leading some people to believe that uh, that a trilogy was also canceled, which would equate in some people's minds to Ryan don't, Johnson. Don't you, don't you say it. <gasps> don't you say it. He said it. Oh. He said it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So of course can, all the haters. I can, I can smell the torches on the front lawn. I can all hear the, the pitchforks are clanging jumping together. all over this one and saying they're celebrating slapping each other high five this week. 
Are the haters uh, actually saying that, or are the people who hate the haters saying that the haters are saying that? (laughs) That could be. I can't tell anymore. (laughs) Um, For sure, the haters are at, at, at least hopeful. And I'm sort of in. I was going to say, you count yourself amongst that. (laughs) I honestly, I still have a a morbid curiosity of what Ryan Johnson would look like apart from the saga films. No, no interest. But that's all it is, is a morbid curiosity. (laughs) Yeah, morbid being the uh, operative word there. What if it's about time travel and he has a young actor play an old actor? I do love time travel. Yeah, just saying. What if it's, what if it's a trilogy about flow walking? Ooh, what if it, no wait? What Only if it, flow what if, it, what if it includes Harrison Ford and Alden Ehrenreich? Ooh. Well, Harrison they meet Ford each other. Older. Ooh. Harrison he Ford has to go back in time. Is several years oh. older. Would than you when say he, he loops back in time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would. Mm. Mm. I'm thinking that might be that might be the ticket. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The only problem is, how do you get the Millennium Falcon up to 88 parsecs per hour? I don't know. That's a good question. That's a good question. That's a All really right. good so, question. So, I think this is a little premature. Yeah. Premature. Premature. Uh, premature. You are praying. It's a little premature to say that uh, Brian Johnson's trilogy has been canceled. But I, it is definitely something that no one has said a word okay. about. Very since good. Before uh, that Solo was going to be my next out. point is that uh, everyone's, or even Brian has been very quiet lately for Ryan Johnson's standards. <laughs> well, I'd like to believe that Ryan Johnson would be quiet because he's busy. Yeah, he's making a trilogy. But I've still what little he has been saying that still has still has had the mark of like Twitter quibbling, which doesn't isn't usually something you see someone who's actively working on a project doing, you know, but but it has been way less than usual. Yeah. So I don't know. I think right now all the evidence, which is circumstantial. I'm sure that means something. uh, All the circumstantial evidence points to. Probably not the Ryan Johnson trilogy, but nothing is nothing. Nothing's is official. Yeah, we can't um, get a warrant yet. Yeah, we can't. We can't. Mark Harmon can't get the warrant. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. So, yeah, at least according to Cinema Bland, only two official films again: F Nine and Boba Fett. I guess you guys are excited. Oh, it's official. Boba Absolutely, uh, yeah. Boba Fett again according to Cinema Blend. So. Mm. With Logan guys, so yeah, you know, I read Cinema Blend on the regular. I used to read Screen Rant as much, but Screen Rant decided to start doing like, "Hey, twelve things about this." Page one, we're going to tell yeah. you the first thing on the next nah. page. Next nah. page, here's one thing for the next mm. thing on the next page. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, done with so that. Much. Yep. Long pages. That's where I live on the internet. Yippers. So Cinema Blend is not free of guilt from doing this, but lately I feel like Cinema Blend has started going, "Hey." People click on Star Wars stuff a lot, and we don't have anything to say. So find one tiny little tweet and try to make a story out of it, and that's ninety percent of their coverage. So I've started, <laughs> I've started tuning them out. Started, even. started. Mark Harmon told I me. I think you got to take all of it with a grain of salt, except when Cinema Blend reports production photos that have been leaked, baby. <laughs> what? Mike, Mike, this is a sensitive subject. From Boba Fett? No, not Boba Fett, my friend. Ep9, baby, Ep9. Oh. So Cinema Blend... (laughs) (laughs) Cinema Blend got their hands on a uh, production photo that... A handful. 
A handful of production. <gasps> a whole handful? Well, no, I think the, the ones that you're talking about yeah. were for someone else. Oh. Uh, Cinema Blend has, they're just reporting on a tweet from, uh, who, who is this guy? Dan Dan Mendel? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that guy. Mindy. Mindy. Yeah. Good old Mindy. Good old <laughs> Mindy. Soon. Anyway, a lot of people are tweaking on this uh, photo this week. It is a uh, production photo from inside the studio. Oh, that photo. Right. Yes, right, right. right. Where there's a, a ton of green screen and almost nothing else. No, there's a lot of really <laughs> cool structures around. But you, because it's all reliant on green screen to fill in the gaps, it's hard to tell exactly what it is. But right. it's cool. Look, it's a cool photo. It looks like something that Ron Howard would have tweeted. Yeah, from- there's also something very cleverly covered up Yes, in the photo. Yes. You want to talk about that? Um, the I don't want to talk about what we think might be there because it's very, the photo was definitely taken with the, we we're calling it a leaked photo. I don't know that I buy that. It, it, not really. I don't think it is because it looks I mean, like it was very intentionally staged. I was going to say this would have been ripped right down because this is, this is someone who claims to be in the production. So. Yeah. Yeah. That, that person would have been fired. Right. <laughs> so, so obviously this was somewhat approved on, on some level. Right. I this mean, is not the one that has the, the sensitivity around it. Well, some people are saying that they see on the floor um, yes. a symbol that is the, what, it's a Jedi symbol of some sort that we saw in... From the books. Last Jedi. The secret text. Oh, the secret. Oh, the secret text. Oh, stuff that uh, yeah. Ray stowed away on the Falcon. Uh, I don't the know. That was only two frames secret. of film, so I, don't, I couldn't <laughs> verify for you. <laughs> Sorry, when I pause the uh, when I pause the stream, it's blurry and there's tracking issues. Okay, well let's let's assume for just a moment that that's one hundred percent true. I don't know what this production photo <laughs> tells you <laughs> if if that symbol is. Hey, in this hey, picture. guess what? There's going to be some more Jedi stuff. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Spoiler alert! In Star Wars? How dare you? No way! No. So yeah, we this, haven't even gotten to the good stuff yet. This is. <laughs> This photo is pretty benign. Yeah, but it was Just cool. It's a cool photo. It is. I think it's a really cool looking yeah. set. It is. Don't know Absolutely. what it is, but it looks cool. Well, and you, <laughs> by going to betterkind.com and clicking on the show notes for episode 193. Open up a new tab if you're listening on YouTube. What's our channel name again, Mike? Uh, just go to Fly Casual Podcast. There you go, on the YouTube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yippers. You're double welcome. <laughs> you can listen and go to betterkind.com. Follow the show notes and look at these pictures for yourself. So warning, check it out. Warning, if you have a stick three foot wide wedged up your butthole, these aren't the photos for you. Aww. Now, what All would right. be awesome, Mike, is while at the point feet? we're talking about this, if you would cycle through the photos. <gasps> oh, oh, my well. gosh. Oh, Mike, put a lot more effort in. Okay. Well, it's, it's come on, easy. Mike, do effort. We are going to cycle through these next photos. And for those <laughs> with sensitive eyes and ears... I guess this is oh, my freaking Okay, so historically, and those who follow on Twitter have, may, have seen some of my snark about this. Historically, and, and this even goes back to before we even were doing a Star Wars podcast, and we tried to do just a movie podcast, like a movie nerd podcast. Remember those days, Mike? I do. Way back when. Way back. There were arguments. I don't remember that. We did a episode. No, I think we did two. Did we, we did one sitting, two episodes. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. And I was not invited. No, no. Oh, hell no. This is before you existed. <laughs> Garrick? Fuck Garrick. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> Screw that guy. Yeah. But, but we, we would, even at that point, I was like, we can't spoil the movies that we're talking about if they're new. And you're like, it's been 
out for like three weeks. I'm like, dude, that's not okay. <laughs> like I am, I, I feel like I'm a somewhat Spoil all the things. In fact, I would say I'm a little extra sensitive. I don't like things spoiled for me. I don't like it, but I love it. In the, in this case, the despite boy. what Twitter might say, <laughs> I feel like the, as, as I mean, this is the kind of stuff Look, you would dude, see in like Rolling Stone these, when yes, they roll out. These are production These are photos. so benign. I mean, these are snapshots. Very benign. They're, they're snapshots. It's not yes. like a professional photographer. So no. they've got that grainy look of leaked photos, right? That's great. <clears throat> oh my gosh, these are so benign. But yet when I saw them on Twitter, I like I didn't think for a second about retweeting <laughs> and adding my dumb comment to yeah, it, right. which has garnered a handful of likes. I'm proud to say, <laughs> um, oh, how much is a handful? Five. Yes. Nice. No, I'm living nice. high on the hog. High on the Twitter. I think I max out at three. Yeah, I usually do, too. Well, man, these are lucky. pretty benign. So it's Mike you decide. <laughs> and me and, and fly casual. Yeah. You, decide. <laughs> you, the listener, should decide if you want to keep listening. For the next couple, two, three minutes. Well, I, I, I'll just, here you go. No, I'll describe them without actually saying who or what's in the content, right? But I'll describe. Oh, I'm going to say who's in there. <laughs> Completely. It's not, it's not spoiler cast. It is a spoiler cast. Anyway, um, but yeah, basically these shots are just showing, uh, you know, a grassy field and a couple of characters in some benign costumes. Some recognizable characters yeah. and maybe some and other photos, some characters that we don't know. Just they could be they could be freaking uh, you know, uh, background extras. Who knows? Who cares? Who knows? Could be anybody. I do care, Corey. I care. <laughs> Mike cares. I'm just saying, right after I retweeted this, some people that I interact with frequently immediately tweeted, not to me, but just in general. Uh, so if you're going to tweet uh, like spoiler pictures for Star Wars, I'm just going to go ahead and block you from my feed. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like within like two minutes of me retweeting this. And I'm not saying that I'm responsible. But like it, you it didn't know these folks were going to be in the new Star Wars film, right? I, exactly. Come on. And so I'm like, okay, these characters, none of none of them have, none of the characters died in previous films. And they haven't died. The actors haven't died in real life. <laughs> so I feel it's safe to say. As far as we know. That they're going to be in the movie. And at some point, they're going to be outside instead of inside. Mm -hmm. And also, okay, the biggest spoiler of the whole thing, they're going to share a moment of screen time, no. which they have done in the previous two movies no. as well. Well, there's grass. There's grass. There's grass and two characters in the same shot. I'm pretty sure Lucasfilm said these two characters would be in the movie. I'm also, sure we already know that there is nothing. I think they did a press release saying, "Yeah, these these characters are returning." Now, press unless you are, right. unless you are anal and more anal than us and are able to spot minutia that is lost on us, which I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying for most people, it's unlikely because we're anal nerds too. Uh, there's nothing to be sensitive about here, you know. There's I'm I'm sorry. I I really do try well, to give people the benefit of the doubt. I'm really, really and I there's I'm there's a lot of hair in one of the photos. <laughs> well, Look, I'm just gonna <laughs> spill the beans. Well, guess what? There's a story about there being a lot uh -oh, of Oh, here comes the beans, I'm everybody. Just spill yeah. the beans. It's yeah. Watch out it's for the beans. Just talking to Snoke. 
Sorry. <laughs> I just had to say in it. a mirror. And Mara Jade's in the background. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Wearing a robe with a red lightsaber. Not a holding a picture of her father, Luke. <laughs> nice. Nice. You like that? Yeah. And uh, you know it's her father, Luke, because it says from dear old dad XOXO. It's got a picture of him, thumbs up. <laughs> but he's half faded because Thanos just took him out. Oh, Love you, hon. Yep. Word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is much ado about nothing. They're fun to look at if you want to look at them. Yeah, like that's the uh, thing. I saw the pictures and I wasn't well. I, not a single. The only thing I was well, the only thing that people might get upset about, and it's understandable. Uh, I don't get upset about this, but seeing costumes that they don't want to see. But ah, but these costumes in particular are also completely benign. It's like, oh, guess what? This character wears blue pants in this movie instead of brown. What? Well, that what? might mean something. Yeah. Okay. You might be part of the blue man group now. Also, also mm-hmm. those blue pants, ugly. That's an ugly costume. I'm saying that right now. I like it. Mm. No. I'm, I'm, well, okay. They're using they blue screen. <laughs> Navy blue pant screen. They're like, why no. paint the whole pool green when All we I have to say doesn't is, have any legs? Are those Corellian blood stripes? <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> yeah, I have faith in them. Actually. He pulled them off Han before he. Fell off into the oblivion. Yeah, he actually tried to save it by grabbing his pant leg. Han, <laughs> being old and feeble, just slid right out. Of I him. have to wear other people's Han clothes at all time. I didn't wear my suspenders. So, so his that character's thing is just stealing other people's clothes and wearing them. Yeah, man, <laughs> that's consistent. <laughs> yeah, that's all true. I need. I, okay, it's canon. <laughs> it's as long as it's consistent. Stealing. Shit. Now they there make a go. comic about it, but yeah. his escapades of stealing people's clothes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd read that. I just don't want him sneaking into Ray's room. By the way, that would add depth to that character. I'm it just would. saying, <laughs> it would actually add sneaking into Ray's room, sneaking mm. into Ray's room, mm. stealing her clothes, stealing her shoes, doing a panty raid, doing a little sniffy sniffy. Yeah. Jesus. Whoa, dude. Like, See, I, I, was, I, I was trying to do the shoe thing. I was, You're the one that said the underwear. I was one, Damn it. one toe over the line, sweet Jesus. Wow. <laughs> when I said panty it's a family rain, show. I'm, I'm already yeah. invoking humor from the 70s that you're not allowed to do. I anymore. was trying to do shoe humor. But you got to listen. For you you got to oh, listen. You got to listen. I know. We're, spo- <laughs> we're supposed to interact with each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> I apologize. I'm so oh, sorry. Mike came clean, everybody. Wait, wait, wait. Are you Mike or I'm Mike? <laughs> My name is Mike, and I'm doing a preemptive, <laughs> a preemptive, preemptive apology. <laughs> well, good on you, sir. Good on you, sir. And I salute you for it. What's I next? Salute you. Uh, Mark Hamill in the news this week. Oh boy, this Uh-oh. is uh, some interesting news this week. Yeah, Him Hams, Mark, and uh, apparently uh, Mark has taken on a new role. He's he's becoming what? a knight, a different kind of knight, though. The Knights of Saint John. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Hamill the- filming Nightfall season two. And what type oh. of knights are in Nightfall? Oh, is that the one where Batman got his back? All the Batmans. All the it's all the Batmans. Mark Hamill oh, is uh, the next Bane, Batman. Bane, Bane, Bane is back again. Yeah. Ooh, really? Yeah. Is that what's going on? That's here? what's is this in the Nightfall? animated one. I see. I'm assuming he's playing the no, Joker. It's about the knights. The Knights Templar. Uh, oh. that, or as I like to say, before people started watching documentaries, the Knights Templar. Templar. 
Everybody calls them Templars now. Oh, the Templars. Templars. What happened to Templar? I like Templar. It sounds crazy and more impactful. Yes, the poor knights of St. John. I know nothing about this. St. John, right? I got that. Is he playing the head of Baphomet? (laughs) One can only. Bathomir? Ah, deep history cut. Mm -hmm. Baphomet. Deep cut. He's playing just the head. Just the head. You say Battle.net? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have your authentic in your Howie, or you're not getting in? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. You don't want to know what it's like to remove that thing. They wedged that up. In oh, the, I've done that before, and it went much smoother than your. I did. Yeah, I did, and it did not. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, boys, that's all I had for news. Oh, my goodness. That means it's time for the return of Porkins. Came with Porkins, by the way. What? He took vacation, and now he's back. Finally. That's different. That guy. <laughs> You're different. You want me to hang around? Don't piss me off. Yeah, oh, I don't know if y'all know this, but the Carrie Fisher will play the Princess Leia. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a good reason why her and Mark Hamill were chosen to play brother and sister. <gasps> Whether or not that was originally in the car, there's a happy accident, maybe. I'll let you decide. You see, Carrie Fisher's ancestry shares both Swedish ancestry and Jewish ancestry. Mark Hamill has both Swedish ancestry and Jewish ancestry. Hmm. I don't know if y'all know this. Natalie Portman has both Swedish history and Jewish ancestry. (gasps) What? What? And Hayden Christensen has both Swedish and Jewish ancestry. What? Hot. Yeah. Damn. Watch you by ancestry. Like they're all related. Nice. Thomas Mother Jefferson. <laughs> His last name's Christensen, though. <laughs> George Thomas Jefferson <laughs> Lucas. Yep. Leave it to the GL, baby. Yep. Do it. Hey, uh, everybody. Uh, he sure I, knows his racial profiling. Doesn't he, though? Hey, hey, yeah. hey, what's Ray's background? Out of curiosity. British. So <laughs> British. Well, damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Fudge. Maybe she comes from reavers that raped and pillaged along the countryside <gasps> like yours and my ancestors <gasps> did, Mike. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And on but Serenity. I'm proud of yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. She's so did. British. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> like 100%. Uh, ugh. <laughs> oh, wait. So was our country originally. Oh, no. Crikey. Right. Brits. Nigel. No, I, don't. So I hate to I, I hate to announce this, but we do have another guest <clears throat> returning. This it's week. not my fault. This is not my. Well, what? maybe. Why it is don't my anybody fault. tell me anything? This about could this. be my have fault. A seat. Have, just sit down. Have a seat, everybody. It uh, brings me great pains to reintroduce after a long and well-deserved absence. I'm smelling them already, Mister Fanboy. Why? Thank you, thank you, one and all. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. How have you been? Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't care. Been better. Of course. Greetings and salutations, nerdkin. It is I, Fanboy Y, and I have sullied myself by descending into this cesspool of booze and vitamin D deficiencies to bring unto you both noise and funk alike. Mm, funk alike. That's right. I am most humbled to bear the bowels of my very soul and introduce unto all of you the aptly titled... Hypothetical headcanon featuring Fanboy Y, hmm. who is me. 
<laughs> you used to have some music. You can work on that in the off season. <laughs> <clears throat> Trekkies, brown coached, Star Wars nerds. Lend me your elongated Vulcan slash Rodian or perhaps Reaver removed ears. For I present to you the following scenario. What if Darth Maul hadn't died in episode one, The Phantom Menace? Now, before you pelt me with incessant claims of fabled retcons and cybernetic ambulatory appendages, might I remind you that for all intents and purposes, after the cerulean blade of one young Mr. Obi-Wan Kenobi Esquire fanned itself through his very midsection, Darth Maul... Darth Maul was absolutely considered dead by character, creator, and audiences alike. What with being cloven completely in twain, so punctuated by a poignant, if not gentle, weft of arterial spray. Correct? Correct. Exactly. Well, what if George Lucas had not chosen to introduce a villainous flavor of the week with each prequel film, only for all to be unceremoniously dispatched in undeniably disappointing devices and subplots? What if... We had known that Maul lived when the credits rolled that day. What if we'd seen him injured, desperately reaching out to his master, only to be ignored and left for dead? What if we'd seen that hatred split between Jedi and Sith alike in real time, rather than simply have it revealed to us years later? Essentially, at the crux of the concept, gentlemen, what if Darth Maul had not been abandoned by the saga films? Hmm? Would we have seen him develop as a tertiary subplot looking for twice the revenge and the power he believed he was entitled to? Would we have had even more respect for Palpatine's ability to puppet his giant plan on galaxy-wide domination, given he had not only had to maintain appearances to the Republic, but continually thwart the dark machinations of his former apprentice? Could Darth Maul have potentially become an inversed equal to Darth Vader of the original trilogy, having lost his position of power instead of gaining more, and seeking revenge on his master from the very start, and then ultimately failing rather than serving his master faithfully and then betraying him at the last minute? What if that final showdown on Mustafar wasn't a delicate glow stick battle between Annie Paplova and Mikhail Konobishnikov? But in fact, was a battle of hateful wills between Maul and newly christened Darth Vader, with Maul intent on defeating the final figure that stood between himself and the ability to take his rightful place beside a neglectful master, while Vader was simply forced to swat at the fly, buzzing about his decades-bred hate comprised of isolation and fear. Imagine being Obi-Wan. Arriving to find Anakin and Maul in the final strange throes of lethal combat, silhouetted by the silhouetted by the glow of molten rock, your very apprentice who's fallen so far, who slaughtered men, women, and children alike, locked at the blade with a ghost, the very man who murdered your master, who you believe to be long dead. Imagine not knowing what to do, not understanding which victor would lead to darkness or more darkness. Mm. That is, until you feel the hand pulling limply at your tunic. And there she lay lying on the ground, on the landing platform, her eyes bulging and red, struggling to breathe through a crushed windpipe. Indeed, Padme lay dying. Even after the hollow recordings you seen back on Coruscant, you know this is beyond your apprentice's doing. Padme, you shout as you stoop and pull her upright, tilting her head back so she can breathe. 
What's Maul done? No, he wheezes as she fights for air, her nostrils flaring as if grasping at the ashy wind. It was Anakin. Your eyes immediately grow as hers appear to fade. Her muscles going limp in your arms as she as consciousness slips away into the stifling heat. Unbeknownst to you, Padme had beaten you here in pursuit of Anakin. But when she'd confronted him about what he'd done at the temple, it tested his control that she should be so ungrateful for such a sacrifice. And that, unfortunately, when Anakin has been at his weakest, is when Maul revealed himself. Anakin had simply slipped back into darkness as Maul stood motionless across the path. Padme had seen the life leave his eyes, and she begged, pleaded even for Anakin to walk away, but Anakin knew, without even a word spoken, that this man would be his undoing. Their undoing. But Padme is nothing if not persistent, hmm? And Maul's red blade, as it hissed to life, Anakin had to remove her from harm. With one deft motion, he used the force to hurl her behind him, and she slammed into a wall. Anakin, she shrieked. Her renowned talents for self-control completely abandoned and replaced by blood-curdling terror. For a moment, he paused and cast his eyes back with concern, seeing her there slumped on the ground, tremendous pain and struggling to stand. What had he done? But then a slow, bassy laugh grew from across the platform. Anakin's head spun again, finding the dark figure hadn't moved, but now he could see a toothy grin in the red glow of the figure's blade. Anakin's rage swelled faster than ever before, his gloves creaking as they tightened around his saber. There was nothing human left in him when two small hands clasped desperately around his shoulders from behind. Anakin, no! But it was too late. Before Padme could realize what had happened, she was pinned by her very neck against the warm, grease-strained durasteel of the landing pad. Looming over her, Anakin stood with one hand outstretched, as if grasping at the air between them. She tried to plead for her life, but she could neither breathe nor speak. And that was the moment when, for her, hope was finally lost. I'm doing this for you! For us! Anakin had cried. A mixture of anger and desperation spilled across his face. Why can't you understand? Padme felt blood vessels bursting in her skin as she struggled to answer. But that's when the dark figure decided he'd seen enough and began his charge. Anakin turned to meet his blade, and Padme simply collapsed, her heart and spirit finally broken. But, as Obi-Wan, you hadn't seen all that. All you know was that Anakin had the blood of hundreds on his hands, including the woman he loved most. Anakin belonged to the dark side now, and that very dark side was fighting itself for supremacy before your very eyes. Ultimately, of course, Anakin would go on to win his battle with Maul. He would do what you, Obi-Wan, had failed to do, which is rid the galaxy of this menace once and for all. It wouldn't be the saber wounds or anything so superficial to finish Maul off. But when Anakin had gripped the Zabrik's exhausted body with the Force and held him aloft over a river of lava, allowing Maul to writhe in pain as he was slowly lowered into his fiery grave, well, that's when you know that Anakin would never return to the light. Anakin, you'd cry. It is done, would be the only answer. Not like this, Anakin, you'd find yourself pleading. We live our lives to adhere to a higher ground. Not by allying ourselves with darkness. 
What would you have had me do, Obi-Wan? I've sacrificed everything. Yes. Yes, you have, you'd answer while softly briefly gazing back at Padme. Including yourself. That would be when you ignite your lightsaber, of course. And that's when any sense of Anakin would permanently vanish from Vader's eyes. Well, I suppose that's, that's what could have happened. But anyhow, that's my time, foils and foibles. I just wanted to pose that potential headcanon to you. What if Maul hadn't been just thrown away like yesterday's garbage? I'll take my answer offline. Thank you very much. Hmm. Interesting. What, what about General Grievous? That was a... We wouldn't have all those hello there mem- memes. <laughs> hello there. Hello there. Why so, not? That happened like an hour and a half earlier. I, I, have, I have a question. Is Fanboy Y related to Papal? Boy, he really started sounding like it. Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> just, they, I think they're related. I think they are too, as a matter of fact. I mean, ah, get back on Ancestry.com. Are they <laughs> both of Swedish and Jewish descent? Yeah, most likely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. But, Knew it. So, so, so would, it. would such a thing, maybe not in such tremendous detail, have been preferential because we've complained in the past about the fact that Darth Maul up oh, dead you know here's a new here's a new guy Where is he Django Fett up oh, dead well here's Grievous beginning of next movie up oh, dead I like or, the idea of, of, of uh of Maul making it through what if what I mean would that have added depth to those stories that maybe we felt was lacking a little I believe so yeah because mm-hmm. um, we are so we have tweaked on Mike we have uh, we've tweaked on so much the the resurrection and then actual closure of Maul's story through the Clone Wars and Rebels you right. know yeah but that's solo spoiler obviously it was uh, yeah it was realized seemingly maybe too late that you know what this was a pretty badass character maybe, out of all the baddies of the prequels I think Maul was the best. John Williams seemed to understand it. <laughs> yeah. I think of three movies a duel of fates. As yeah. much as I like Ep One, and I'm not ashamed to say that I am a Phantom Menace fan. <gasps> Gross. <laughs> You're right though. It's the if, old. if his if if Maul's death was a little more vague, mm-hmm. that could have gone a long way. I just you know, the more the more that I think about this, the more I look at the the rogues gallery of the prequel trilogy and I don't care I don't care about any of the bad guys at all not Django not Maul as he was treated by the films not Darth Jar Jar I had to squeeze that in there <laughs> not Dooku not Grievous I mean these these characters are literally comedically dumb to me and Palpatine yeah. I felt lacked throughout <laughs> kill him I mean what I mean, I just it didn't. There was no well, depth. To well, the that, having having Maul, uh, you know, available there would would have given a lot more uh, depth to him. Just just naturally having to write the the story of you know having to deal with his. I know, do. I do have to question. Apprentice. I do have to question the wisdom in having all those different bad guys throughout that whole thing. You're right. I mean, it seems like. You create this great baddie, you know, with Maul. Mm-hmm. Why not use him in all three films? Yeah. And, and just, I mean, just like, and you then, know. 
And that, well, I mean, it, so if you are a believer in Darth Jar Jar, you could say that, well, the plan was for something else to, to do that. Sure. But if you're not, and even then, as you know, regardless, when, how was that not, how was that not rectified in the second film? How were we given Django just to lop his head off? You know what I mean? Sure. And then, right. and, and Dooku, who was a, a, a nothing character, a nothing burger in episode two. Yeah. You know, eh, I wouldn't say a nothing burger. <laughs> I mean, of 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 all of them, he probably held. I mean, because he at least survived to well survived a film in a quarter. <laughs> no, because you didn't you didn't meet him right away in Ep Two. I know. So he right. only technically was there for like one film. Well, if you no, count they, the I think he's mentioning him film. right away. For me, I think he's the weakest of the three. Four. Really? Five. See, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I would have preferred it to be Darth Maul in a in a more robust role but i didn't mind dooku i mean the the one yeah, I, probably, right. I the one i liked least was probably grievous <gasps> you know i actually think i like grievous a little more than dooku yeah i think i do I it's, not, I like it's not a big it's not a big i like race. i like a big grievous's league. design i mean there was just no depth to him like at all but he had I mean, he had his like a wicked game cough, dude dude, yeah, dude. he was death, sick his, four sabers <laughs> his depth came in that tartakovsky uh cartoon that definitely that's, added that's more depth. to it <laughs> was was that you know or, or in the in the expanded universe you know told his story so but see like grievous is just like oh here's a scary looking dude and he's evil that's like something i could get the dooku thing is like he's a jedi but he went bad nah, and for like, some reason he's a count so i guess he comes from an aristocrat aristocratic yeah, I background like i like that and i like that he was the leader of of but the, they didn't but you like the character didn't Menace, justify so. his own motivations there was nothing there to actually he's like why why is he doing what he doing i didn't, he turned. I didn't mind him I didn't mind him. Yeah. I don't know. But no, I, but <laughs> overall I point, point taken. And I think that's, I mean, you create that again, a great bad guy like Darth Maul. It seemed completely wasted on, on destroying him completely. In the Sith apprentice is something that has been explored in legends, but not in the films that well. And I, I don't understand why they just glossed over it so harshly. And F one, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Makes you makes you wonder. I mean, what was the original intent? You know? Kind of makes you think, don't it? It does a little bit. Yeah, yeah. don't you think? Yeah. Speaking yeah. of thinking, oh. let's cut that right out and get to some toys. Whoa. I don't have to do any thinking here. That's me. All I gotta do is click hey. at pictures. What? Mm-hmm. Who? Uh huh. Hello, guys. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. You, hey. you getting your mic man. stuff figured out? No. I don't even know if he's hearing what we're hearing. What are you hearing? <laughs> oh, it got pretty crazy there when Fanboy Y was talking. Yeah. It, it got intense. <laughs> you sounded, uh, you know, fun. Sounded like you were laying under a 747 that was taking off. Or getting laid by a 747. Yeah, that would probably sound very similar. Maybe. Why not both? Yeah. 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 Not both. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. One's taken off over top of the situation while another one's just yeah. going to town on Garrett. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. It's from, from the Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Can I get that uh that 747's Pokemon friend code, please? Yeah, man. Thank you. <laughs> hey guys. So uh before I get into toys, my buddy Scott Potter 
wanted me to bring up a, a GoFundMe campaign that he's in, involved in. It's called uh, Easy Target. Mm. Yes. So this uh, GoFundMe, they're working no, on. Wait, I hear your mom's a part of that. Oh, yeah, well. she is. You're wow. going to feel bad in a minute. Yeah, you're going to feel real bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Thanks. so this GoFundMe is a. Uh, <laughs> we got to do what we got to do. Yeah, Mike, draft an apology for Howie Wildgard. Yeah, the thing is, I already you know, know what it is. So. <laughs> yeah, so this so this is uh, being put on uh, by a uh, studio called Creative. They're working on a Star Wars fan film for uh, starring people that are differently abled, and they usually work on doing like uh, stage plays for Shakespeare and that kind of stuff. But now they're doing a Star Wars actual movie that they hope to show at celebration. Um, so it's a good way to get everyone included in a, in a project here um, that might not normally be included, but yeah, so it's a good uh, thing. Good thing to in- invest in, I guess. So uh, we'll post the link and check it out. Cool. So, yeah. Awesome. Up the, up, yeah. Go to the website, uh, better yeah. Click on the show notes for up one ninety three, and, uh, you too can donate. As we, yeah, some people, uh, longtime listeners might not even remember this, but Scott Potter has actually been on our show. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, so long ago. It was a long remember. time ago. That was the when the the teaser for the Force Awakens teaser was for revealed. Force Awakens and Corey and I went to Chicago. Yep, <laughs> and he was uh, he was live marketing podcast. director at, at the Hollywood Boulevard Cinemas. I don't even know if that's still that. Uh, and we had a we had a grand old time that night. That was a good time, man. That was a lot of fun. Good times. Yeah. yeah that was a fr- all, first and only live show. Yeah. Space. I never saw space balls on the big screen <laughs> until that night. <laughs> until that night. That was awesome. Yeah. So check that out. Go give them money so we can see this movie. I'm really excited to see it if it ever comes out. So, uh, yeah. Toys. Here we go. You guys ready? Yep. Yipper. Yeah. Hit me. Th- do I need to hit theme music again? Yeah. No. Okay. It's fine. Hey, you guys like books? Read, read the books well, for Christmas. My daughter yes. tells me books don't count as toys. <laughs> what? Christmas. That's Smart a good girl. point. Smart girl. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty. And clothes don't either. Clothes don't count as presents. Yep. <laughs> you have to get exactly toy presents. Yep. And clothes are just additional. Anyway, so if you you guys uh if you want to hold your books up so they don't fall off your shelf, you know. Yes. You no. Know? I got a way to do that. No. Let me tell you. You're a wizard. I am. It's magic. So you guys uh, seen The Last Jedi, right? Seen these uh, these porg thingies? Oh, no. <laughs> you guys like these porgs? I do. All right. I do Those like porgs. Puffins? What if I told you, you right now, you could go out and pre-order some porg bookends? To hold your books up, made by gentle giants. Porgs. What's my porgs? What's what porgs? What's my porgs? Porgs. What's my upward? What's my ceiling budget for bookends these days? (laughs) Well, they they do. It includes a lightsaber. Yeah. So yeah, from the scene from the Last Jedi when the porg is stepping on the lightsaber. Lightsaber work though. Getting ready to impale his friend porg. Yeah. But if you have a lot of books, that's not even close. Probably my favorite part of the movie, really. Yeah. Right there. It was like yeah. <laughs> iconic. Yeah. Made the most iconic. sense. Yeah. Yeah. The pork angrily slamming on the activator because pork sense. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So Gentle Giant is putting these out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. They're pretty Gentle Giant price. Yep. So uh, if you want to order these, they're expected uh, early next year. You can pre-order now for only one hundred and fifty nine ninety nine. Cheap for the Gentle Giant price. They're two inch by two inch. Yeah, they're only two inch by two inch. I made what? that up. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's not gonna, it's going to hold up like uh, a, a, an Archie comic from the new, like a uh, grocer stand. Hold up a religious tract. Uh, <laughs> they're actually 10 inches by five inches. 10 inches by five think, high. So I wasn't that far off. I, I just <laughs> two by two, it's on by five. These don't really look like tall. bookends. Like I was actually picturing a porg cut in half. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Half oh, is on one end was, of the books. Right? With the lightsaber sticking out. <laughs> yeah. Right? It sounds perfect. But these actually just look like a couple of small like dioramas, which is probably better than calling yeah. them bookends. They're very detailed. They look like porgs. I maybe they're nothing less from general. Maybe they're like one to one ratio porg. Five inches? I don't know. I don't think it did take a whole lot of a whole lot of porgs to uh, to it would you know it, it would arouse Chewie's appetite without bending her back down. Yeah, see what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah. Porgs remind me of Ryan Johnson, which makes me want to gouge my eyes out. <laughs> oh, Mike, you like porgs? Mike you left like porgs? apparently. Uh, <laughs> Mike's back. Uh, <laughs> Mike's okay. Well, mm. if I can't get you interested in porgs, maybe I. I can get you interested in Legos. Oh, uh, I don't know. Legos. No, I do Let's like Legos. Out. My bank account Legos? doesn't like Legos. Okay. So Lego just announced a new Lego set. Mm. It's called Betrayal at Cloud City. Ooh. This is ridiculous. It's like a <laughs> diorama. Ridiculous. Oh, dear God. Ridiculous like a fox. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you kidding me? Look at this thing. That's this is pretty, basically that is every bad. scene from the end of The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Yeah. You got the carbon freezing chamber. You got the uh, dining room with where Darth Vader was there. You got the torture chamber. Yep. You got the catwalk with you Darth got, yeah. Vader and Luke fighting. Yeah. You got Slave One. Yeah, you do. Yeah, on the landing pad. Yeah, yeah, you got a cloud car. You got the closet where a stormtrooper blasts three PO. <laughs> you got IG eighty eight. That's got IG eighty eight. Yeah, I mean this comes with everybody. Oh my gosh! You've he, got- even the uh, the best pin guard comes with a reversible head where he's wearing a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> the Manny faces version of the best pin yeah. guard. Yeah, like he comes with IG eighty eight, Han Solo, Darth Vader, Luke, a bunch of randos. Hey. Lobot. Can I ask the obvious? Lobot, dude. Can I ask the obvious question for implants? Asking for a friend. Why is IG eighty eight part of this? Eighty six. Sorry, IG eighty six. Why is IG eighty six part of this? Was he in the? Was he in the carbon freeze chamber? No, he was in the trash compactor pile. Oh, yeah. Then what did he put together? Cuts, man. Deep cuts. Deep cuts. Yeah. Yep. He's got that coffee maker head and everything. I like how you get Luke with uh, Luke with a stern face and Luke with oh my god face. He's my father. Those <laughs> are two flavors of Swedish Jewish Luke. Yeah, you get two Leia's. You get the first. You get the uh, you know the Bespin Leia and then the Hoth Leia outfit. Can't oh, get enough. R two Stormtrooper Ugnot. 
Got a bunch of minifigs. Uh, you didn't mention the fact that Lando has both the smirk and the grinning smirk. <laughs> yeah, <he does. laughs> yeah, that's Lando, Hello, baby. What have no, we here? This deal is getting worse every, you know, uh, all the time. The, you know, you're not getting panic, Lando. You're not getting stressed out, Lando. No. Nope. Yeah, you're just okay. getting the so good to see you and look at what we have. Yeah. First, you get Boba Fett, which is cool. Little, little mini slave one. Yeah. So that's a cool set, man. It's probably going to be like $500, but it's a cool set. I'm probably not going to buy it. This is not something that is going to look cool on a shelf or a table. This is something that would be fun to play with. Yeah. And when you get to this price range, you buy this for the minifigs, man. You get all the main characters plus Boba Fett. That's a good. I I like the the new paint job on Chewie. I've I've owned several Chewie minifigs, and this one is, I really like the the, the detail work on this image. Yeah, he's actually got different colors. He's not just straight brown. Yeah, he's not straight brown, exactly. <laughs> he's got like fur painted on him. Yeah, he basically you get see through highlights, feel. guys. He did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it looks a little highlights. So that's cool. Check that out. Uh that that's, that's awesome. So I'm moving on here. Mm-hmm. Hallmark, one of my favorite places to shop for Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Especially is that line the summer. Called the itty bitties. Guys like the itty bitties? Mike, uh, don't talk. Uh, Mike loves <laughs> Whoa. Oh, yeah, you guys talk. <laughs> Not the icky sticky, the itty bitty. Okay. Yeah. Or the sticky. So one. now they're coming out with new ones. They got Darth Maul now. Mm. An R2Q5. It's the itty bitty. It's a little beanbag. A little beanbags in the butt. It's awesome. Yep. I, I, I have a, a slight affinity for small, plush Star Wars characters. Yeah. I and 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 I like the I do like the R two Q five Darth Maul not as much Darth Maul the super deformed look is a little lost on me. No, you know the cute. droids looks cool because he's more or less the right shape. It's just his you know legs are stubbed. Freaking cute, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're also coming out with a Han Solo and Chewbacca in a blister pack. Huh? On, yeah. on a repro classic card. Classic Kenner card ish. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) that just seems ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. They came out with a Greedo not too long ago. So I think it's. Oh, no, wait. I'm back on board now. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Me some Greedos. Cool. Yeah. So, guys. Yeah. It's time for that time in the toy cast that everybody looks forward to. Time for some pop corner, baby. So, you know, everybody knows who's listened to this show for a while that Howie's bought stock in Funko <laughs> and it's got up exponentially it's since he rocketed exponentially. Yes. So now we have actual Q2, which stands for quarter two, 2018 <laughs> numbers for Funko. Thank you. So, just as Thank a state you. of the Funko address, here we go. So Funko stock, their or their sales has increased thirty two percent in Q two. Thirty. That's two percent. Massive. That's massive, guys. Everybody loves Funko. Everybody. Mike, Everybody. what did I tell you about leaving CNBC on while we're recording? Wait, what? Everybody huh? loves Funko. Everybody loves Funko. Yeah. It's uh, major. I think they they're attributing it to uh, opening up in the European market now. They're kind of uh, getting and into that market. Cereal and cereal, yeah. 
Yeah, and they're, they're expecting even more growth next quarter because Funko's. they've acquired Fortnite and Pokemans. Yes, they couldn't. They yeah. probably couldn't get the licensing to actually call them Funko Pops because of you know sugar pops cereal or whatever they call, they call them. Funko Pops. Yeah, yeah Funko's is lame. What's it? Which is awesome because if I don't you know, know why they, you know why cereals like pretty awesome that they do the first it's filled the, with sugar and it's murdering. Well, their very first uh, Santo Funko. Poison. What do they call it? The Fun Days. Uh, they uh, served a cereal. Mm. Very small company didn't have a whole lot of money at the yeah. time. So uh, that's kind of kind of cool. That's cool, and it, it's cool. Uh, Funko and Jim has been reading the statements they put out. <laughs> no, that's, it's on that uh, the the best movie event of all time. Yeah, making Netflix. fun, making oh. fun. Uh, yeah, if you guys haven't seen Making Fun, you need to see that movie. It is amazing. Yeah. Like this, is, like just to see how Funko started from one dude who liked bobbleheads, making a bobblehead for Big Boy. And just exploding into this like multinational that chain is a like, collector's bubble. By the way. Oh yeah, that big that's, boy. Oh, yeah. That's, that's no a, joke. I've uh, I've seen those pop up on other television shows. Yeah, that's the OG Funko Pop right there. Mm-hmm. I think they call them wacky wobblers. Yeah, yeah, wacky wobblers. So yeah, check out Making Fun. Seriously, like it's it's an amazing documentary. Even if you're not into Funko that much, it's still. A really cool story. And their stock is still listed at a buy. Yeah. So buy stock. Going, they got the Pokemans. Growth. You know how many Pokemans there are? That's the thing. Now they got Tons. Pokemans. That's, I swear that's going to be another 30% just there right there. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's Pikachu alone. The theme of Pokemon has got to catch them all. So, so not yeah. only do they, they can make the normal Pokemans, they can make all the evolutions of the Pokemans. Yeah. And then they can do shiny variants as like, Chase, which they're not above doing, they already do that crap now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shiny, shiny Charizard. It's like what, a what shiny- other what other shinies are there, Garrick? Name them all for us right now. Every, every thanks for tuning Pokemon. in, ladies and germs. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be uh, to take this even further, they are like the one shining light in the toy industry right now. Yeah, yeah. for yeah, that's like, fair. Especially like Hasbro, with Toys R Us going. Yeah, Hasbro is disappointing with all their freaking like distribution issues and yeah yeah i agree how you're exactly right funko the especially with the pop vinyl series it i've never seen a company so eager to aim to please everyone like at no point has anyone said no no that's outside our wheelhouse (laughs) (laughs) like it's i mean i've got i bought two more in the last couple weeks they're outside and it's it's squints and uh and and uh from from the sandlot and i can't remember the tall kid the kid who became peppercorn uh, no you get the two pack from target no no i just had i got squints by himself and uh and yeah the the tall kid what gave him the glove what they've done is they've decided you know what people like stuff yeah we're we're going to we're going to make stuff that represents things that give people warm fuzzies yeah Yeah. like they don't they don't care about Oh, I mean, they do, but not to to a certain extent. They don't care about the bottom line. Like even in that documentary, the CEO is like, if we want to make it, we're going to make it. If it bombs well, then we know not to do it. And they, they just, that's that's a cool concept. <laughs> yeah, Novel, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm I am still guilty of buying an occasional Funko Pop. That is the truth, despite the fact that 
I'm annoyed by the sycophant following that it like and literally for some people hey. for for some people and I'm not necessarily even talking about you guys. How arguably yes, <laughs> but for some people he, there's, he an addictive, there's an addictive nature to it. I mean, I own a part of Funko at work. They still make comments about how much bigger the room is since you left. Oh yeah. And they're not talking about you. They're talking about the well, giant pile yeah. of Funko pops. that went with I, I probably had over a hundred in that room. They were, yeah, oh, it was several yeah. feet high and they were stacked like several deep as well. Nice. So I had several under the desk that I couldn't put out because I didn't have <laughs> enough room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I stopped bringing them in. So those are my footrest bumps. And, and I've and I've met other people like you know the girl at Hot Topic who was like telling how she's had to limit the number of each paycheck that she spends on Funko Pops, and I'm like, ah, you know, like, like okay, there are there are lots of Funko Pops I think are look really cool, and I won't buy them. Like Ant Man, the the new Ant Man and the Wasp ones they put out look hella cool, but oh, yeah. I'm not gonna buy a Marvel Funko Pop because then what's gonna happen? I'm gonna want to buy all the Marvel, Marvel. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not gonna do that. So yeah, you are right. Get some Wolverine. But they look really cool, like really, really cool. Like red lenses over their eyes and stuff. They look super tight. And I'm like, no, I have to stop. I don't even buy all the Star Wars ones. I only buy ones that I think are part of a property that gets no other love, like the Sandlot. Everybody loves Sandlot. Where's the Sandlot merch? Right. right? And yeah, that's exactly. one thing where Funko Pop first appealed to me is that they were doing properties that had. No right. merchandising. Yeah. And, and well, really, that, that's how they got in. Yeah. I mean, they're like, uh, well, what can we do? Cause we can't afford these, Yeah, you know, to pay so people for what's out there that we thought that we would like to have that. There's nothing else. Out. Well, they, yeah. yeah. And they first started doing cereals mm-hmm. of, uh, doing the pops of the, or uh, wacky wobblers at the time of like, uh, of, uh, well, like dang, Frankenberry, Frankenberry yeah. and, and all that yeah. stuff. Wait, look, look right up there. Yeah. I think I got count Chocula yeah, and Lucky the Leprechaun yep. in plush format or right over here, because those are things that give me warm, fuzzy nostalgia things. And mm-hmm. I, th- those are like beanie babies or something. And I got them at like a antique store for like a buck. Yes. Yeah. But I was like, and my wife, why do you want those? I'm like, because they remind me of something that you don't seem, I mean, Lucky's still on commercial stuff, but you never see count Chocula no. anymore. Only like I once Frank a year. Berry and a booberry up there. I'd be on cloud nine. And no, yummy mummy can eat it. And whatever the <laughs> damn wolf man was can eat it. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, they make good stuff. They even take like random like yummy memes. Like <laughs> they make them onto a Funko. Like I bet uh, you guys, this won't mean any, anything to you guys, but they have a new Funko called Dead Yamcha from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. <laughs> and I bought that because it's, it's like this huge meme. Like Yamcha just dies in this hole. And it's it's his thing. You guys wouldn't understand. Glad, but it's awesome. Glad to not. Thank you, Yamcha. <laughs> yeah. Dead Yamcha. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's playing nice. there. He's they, dead. They have a sense of humor about it. Yeah. yeah what's absolutely. amazing is how many like super famous people are like way into it as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. You get famous, you can buy more shelves. See. Yeah. Someone's got to yeah. go on them. You're not winning Emmys every week. I'm just saying. <laughs> yep. So. Yep. Yep. Anyhow, hey, Garrick, is that it for the toy report? That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sticking along with another rousing fly casual as we make the final approach to our bicentennial podcast. Mm. Wait, does centennial uh, indicate time or is it just that's a hundred years? Well, that's a that's a century. 
Well, cent- centennial. centennial is cent- that? Centa is uh, 100, buddy. Well, no, I know it's 100, but does it indicate, is there a year implied in that? Or can you annual, use that word? Centen- centennial. Annual 100th anything is a centennial thing. Isn't the annual is sure. the annual? The no, I don't year? mean I, any old is what I meant. Yes. Any old apostrophe. No, I know, but okay. the annual for in, in the annual. Do it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, yep. catch us next time on the Linguistics <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Sorry that I opened a, kicked open that can of worms <laughs> as we all chimed in with our ignorant attempts to know something we don't know. No, I'm just disgusting, man. You are disgusting. Well, yes, you are. Gross. You know what's yeah. disgusting? Your addiction to pops. And this is an intervention. Yes. No, but I'm a millionaire. That's a healthy now. addiction. I spent money on pops. There you go. Right. No. Yeah. He's 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 making himself money somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, money and love. Yes. Aww. Yeah. So money, love. Speaking of money, money love, love, it's money time to do love. something else, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for following. Uh, won't you join us on Twitter at Flying Casual Thirty Eight and take part in the conversation? We love to get your feedback, love to hear your questions, you and just love to just joke around with you guys. That's we're just we're just a bunch of average Joes that you know looking to have a good time. Eh? You too. Where you always save more money. So join us at, uh, on Twitter at Flight Eleven Thirty Eight, and also run out and give us a nice little review wherever you get the podcast, whether it's like the Google Podcast Emporium or the Apple iTunesery, uh, and and help us reach more listeners just like you by giving us a, a nice little review. Wouldn't that be lovely? It would. It would be. Yeah. 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 You know, it would be even lovelier. If we, uh, we have more than 27 subscribers on YouTube, go take a break. <laughs> Do we have 27? Yeah. Whoa. Wow. That's our subs, man. <laughs> Damn. That's our sub levels. Wow. That's pretty impressive considering this is the first time we've told anybody about it. Yeah. <laughs> True and, that. And, and nobody's going to hear this for another several days. <laughs> True that. By that time, we're going to have like 30. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Growing like a, like a weed. It's going to go down after the podcast. <laughs> yeah, people are going to be like, oh, 22. Wow, I'm still subscribed to this garbage. <laughs> I didn't realize, but then they called my attention to it. <laughs> Screw that. That unclick minus 10 subscribers. Oh man, we owe you. How does that money. even happen? Oh wow, it's even possible. It's just ads it's from the it. negative zone. They're trying to recoup their losses, <laughs> <laughs> and you can recoup your losses by following along at betterkind.com as you listen. And you can uh, follow the links and stuff that we're talking about, see the pictures and stuff like that. So, in the meantime. It's getting late. We still got work to do tonight. Oh, I'm Corey. Over no. there's Mike. You tube. Over there's Howie. Lube tube. Whoa. Different kind of different kind of website, but that's, go ahead. That's we'll what, set one up there too. That's what Garrett calls his <laughs> 747 friend. Yeah, he does. Speaking of which, over there's Garrett. Be careful paying money for love. That can get kind of dangerous. Antibiotics. We are petroleum jelly. Annual. <laughs> And annual, and and annual, annual, annual time, and Anna. Why did I have Wizard of Oz suddenly in my head? The part of a song or something? Uh, yes. Why do I even hang out with you guys? Poppies. <laughs> That's true. It's the opiates. <laughs> Love poppies. Poppies will put them poppies. to sleep. 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 Yeah.